Welcome to Mo Man Talk. I'm your host, Shi Samoa. Joining me is my co-host, Mai Tao. On today's episode, we have a young gentleman that's 18 years old. He grew up in a broken family. About 10 years ago, his dad and his mom separated. He lives with his mom. It could lead to many problems, even self-help or your mentality, how you think. And he had a lot of anger issue. At times, he would lash out or possibly fights. That's not what we want here. But even better, he knew that. And as he grew in age, he got wiser. And uh, he forgave his dad and found some peace. But first, let's take our sponsors and let's get right into it. Are you looking for the latest Hmong-inspired menswear? Well, look no further. She Sells Menswear makes suit accessories, uh, apparels, and you can find them at www.xixomenswear.com. Now, let's get right back to the show. Everyone, we are super excited. I am joining with my awesome co-host, Mai Tao. Um, hi, how's it going? And of course, our guest. Man, this guy's young, 18 years old. <laughs> Sadly, you can't go to the bar with us. But don't worry, kid. You're not missing much, man. And King too, of course. Mm, uh, no, he's not. <laughs> hi, everybody. Hi, King. Hi, how are you guys doing? Awesome. Good for the most part. Yes. You are, uh, you are a growing man here. And 18-year-old, uh, you are considered a man. So, and we'll get into that. But one thing I'd like to ask is, Kang, can you tell us one thing we do not know about you? One thing. I guess I'll go with my strength, actually. One thing about me is that once I'm really motivated to do something, I give 110% and no less. That's a really good quality to have, Kang. Thank you, thank you. Awesome, mm-hmm. man. Now, did you always have that strength, or was this something that you recently discovered as you came closer to 18? Um, growing up, I didn't really have too much to look into. So once I found something I really liked, I gave it my all. So I guess you can say, uh, growing up, something I, um, what's the right word? Accumulated, I guess you can say, over time. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a great strength to discover over time. Uh, so the reason why we have you here today, King, is because many times in the community, we hear about stories from couples who have separated or have been divorced. Mm-hmm. We hear about their experiences. We hear about how the husband did this, how the wife did that, and well, that's why they separated or they divorced. Not many times we hear from the children who are mostly affected from the whole charade. So yeah, yeah. that was why I was on board because we believe that it's important for us to hear the most vulnerable, hear from the most vulnerable, I don't want to say victim, but the most vulnerable um member of it of it all you know mm-hmm. and f- from what you said you your parents were divorced for quite a, some time now how long have they been divorced um currently it has been 
eight to almost nine years now. Mm, so it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. About what age, how young were you, or how many siblings do you have, by the way? Um, currently, I have two siblings from a different father, and then I have one other sibling that's full blood. Oh, okay. All right. So about around what age do you recall you were when your parents divorced? Um, maybe around like seven or eight, around there. Okay, are you the oldest? Yes, I am the oldest. Okay, so that must have been pretty tough for you and your uh, sibling. Yeah, most definitely, because we were also separated apart. So growing up without another sibling, it was kind of hard. Mm. Okay. And you, what was the most tough about it? So you kind of grew up by yourself. What was hard not having your sibling around? Um, one thing is, I will say that's really important is that it's just that family bond. Because after so long, you kind of lose that chemistry, you know? If that makes any sense? Mm -hmm. And also, just not having someone around your age there with you. To talk about stuff, to play, to uh, learn from each other's mistakes, and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Do you guys have a relationship now? Or do you uh, yes. feel like it's been? Okay. Okay. That's good. Do you recall uh, what the nature of your parents' marriage was? Um, from what I recall, it wasn't too good, but there were happy moments and that at the same time. What were the happy moments that you remember? Um, one thing is that we always ate as a family and we always sat in the kitchen together and eat. And then after that, we would just watch TV together for a little bit and then everyone else, everyone else goes off and do their own thing, whether that's like homework or stuff of work and all that good jazz. Okay, so that very, that quality family time, you guys had that, and after the marriage uh, exploded, you no longer have, obviously. How did, how did that, how did you take that in? You know, I, I wonder a lot of the times for children around that age, and even when they're older, when they, if they notice how much they change, a divorce takes on them with you guys you guys eat around the table having that quality time i'm sure you guys probably have talks about what happened in the day and all of a sudden that disappeared at that really young age did you notice a big change a big shift in your life or was it just kind of you know day by day until you got older and then you understood wow i really missed that Um, one thing I can say for certain is that what my cousins tell me was that I used to be, I used to have a lot of anger issues when I was younger. I think that was also a part of uh, the divorce, right? And so, as I think of it now, I can't see that coming into play, but also not knowing uh, why my parents got divorced, if that makes any sense. 
Okay, so the reason a divorce was never explained to you and your sibling? Yeah, not until we're much older, like as of right now. Oh, I see. Okay. And now that you know, looking back, do you are you able to connect the dots on why it happened? Can you, you cut out a little bit. Can you repeat that? Yeah, so now that you know what the reason was for their divorce and you're able, you're older now, are you able to reflect back and connect the dots and notice that, wow, yeah, you know, I see that now, why they got divorced. It was because of this and this and this. Yeah, most, most definitely. Um, my dad, he wasn't the greatest to be with growing up, and I do wish him well as of now. But what my mom has been through, I, now, I now understand why she is the way she is now and why she's so careful and how she wants us to grow up to be good men in society. Take us through that journey of, I assume, it sounds like you live with your mom then? Yes, I do. As okay. of right now. Okay. So take us through that journey of when your parents got separated and divorced. What do you remember your mom telling you? You said that she wanted you to be a good man. She wanted you to do well. What were her lessons to you? Um, the things I remember the most are that she always said that I shouldn't hate my father. I think that's the one thing she told me the most. And the second thing is, is that I shouldn't ever follow in his footsteps or copy what he does, what, what he's doing to her at, at that time. Mm, that's a big, that's a big one. Uh, it's very big for your mom to be able to say that to you. How did you take that when she said that to you? Um, when I was younger, I was really confused. And I was like, you know, it's just like, yeah, sure, you know, whatever, whatever you say, mom, I don't really understand yet. But as I get <laughs> older, I, like you said, I connect the dots and everyone's telling me more information about uh, the situation. And now that I'm older now, I realize how important her words were, you know. So I keep it really close to my heart and I try to be someone who, how should I say it, who strives to help others. And yeah, pretty much just, uh, be the best person I can to others and myself. Okay. Do you feel that because of the separation or the divorce that that inspired you or influenced you to help others? Or was that something that you felt that you always had where you were kind-hearted giving? You know, how did, how did your life change since the divorce? You know, how did it affect you being brought up as a man, as a son, and just simply a human being? Um, growing up, going through the divorce, I think I lost contact with a lot of friends in elementary school because I couldn't really handle my emotions. 
and how to express myself. So growing up, it made it really hard to try to express myself to others because other kids don't understand your situation, right? And as a guy growing up, I was always, not always told, but um, the stigma is that, you know, men shouldn't cry and shouldn't show weakness, right? So in saying that, how does a little kid express himself, you know? Being told this and that, don't do this and that, uh, become this and that. The mindset becomes set for however long until uh, someone comes along and shows you or teaches you a way around it, right? So now that the times have gone, I I really appreciate my mom telling me all those uh, words of encouragement, you know. Um, and yes, that's mostly it. Mm, okay. Do you feel that you missed a part of you, your identity? Because there's there's a saying that you know when you have a home with two parents in it. Mm-hmm you're more likely to succeed, right? Because you you have loving from both parents. You have knowledge and wisdom from both parents. But being that you grew up in a single-parent home, do you feel that that affected your identity at all as a Hmong man, as a man? I would I would definitely say yes, because, you know, you don't, because your father is supposed to um, help you. Wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Your your dad's supposed to help you, um, or not help you, but teach you cultural traditions. And so, without that, you know, you kind of you're kind of left in the dust. Like your mom can say some, uh, can tell you and teach you some things here and there, but Ultimately, your dad knows a little bit more about the male side, right? So in terms of that, kind of, that you, you get kind of lost there. Mm-hmm. Have you found anyone along the way that was able to teach you that then? Um, I've picked up stuff here and there, but even now I'm like, I still don't know a lot. Mm, okay. What do you wish or hope to learn that, because I'm sure, I mean, and what you say is so true, you know, I, and the reason I say that is because I also am a single parent of myself. I raised my kids by myself, you know, and mm-hmm. it's always a struggle to really understand what our kids are going through. Yeah, yeah. So, what is it that you hope to really learn when you, once you meet a mentor or once you meet that person who genuinely cares about you? In terms of, of what I want to learn, 
from from my perspective, I want to learn everything and anything you can offer, right? Because you've been starved from like knowledge forever, right? So like you kind of want to kind of want to seek the best word I can use here. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're craving for that knowledge, right? Because that that cultural tradition is like also part of your identity, right? Because without that, you know, what are you, you know? Like, yeah, I'm Hmong, but, like, if I can't speak, write, read, I don't know any traditional stuff, like, like you're just lost, you know? Until someone comes and helps you, you're kind of just lost in this, like, empty space, Prawn, like, crawling, if that makes any sense. It does, like. I think you described it very well. And how did you, when you had like feeling really lost, like you're just crawling, you're trying to catch up to the world, you're trying to catch up with your classmates, your cousins. How did that make you feel? Were you ever at a point where you were depressed and you felt like you were not heard? Were you ever at a point where you wanted to hurt yourself? Most definitely. Uh... Growing up in that situation, you kind of like lose confidence and motivation to keep striving for more. So you kind of do like almost bare minimum, but a little bit more than that, just to keep yourself going, you know. So you, any little thing you can find in to keep yourself from all these bad thoughts, you try to do that a little bit more. So whether like listening to music, going out with friends. Um, reading, writing, just just something to keep your mind off. I think that's one mm-hmm. thing to look out for if you're trying to help someone out in this situation. They're too invested into one thing, and they don't realize there's other other resources out there for them. Yeah, that's true. Do you? F- Looking back now, do you understand why your parents got divorced? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do now. You do now. Yeah. Okay. How does that make you feel? Once you understand, how do, how does that make you feel? Has that does that change on how you perceive your parents? Um, in terms of seeing my parents, I think for my father mostly. How do I explain this? He's he's your he's your dad, right? But after mm-hmm. hearing so much bad stuff about him, can you still really hate him for what he's done? Mm. He's like he's done X X and that, right? But he's mm. still your father in the end, and you still have to show him some love. So, like, where do you find that fine line between forgiveness? And, and loving her, if that makes any sense. It does. Uh, that is a very deep question, Kang. <laughs> where do you think? Where do you think you'll fall now? Um. Or is it still work in progress? Right now. So before, I used to see him pretty often, and we used to have like family time here and there, but now. He's been he's been doing better, and so like 
I appreciate that about him. So as of right now, I think I would say I'm, I'm more on the loving side. Wow, that's a big heart. You know, for for your age to be able to conceive that and speak about that in that language and that context. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope that, you know, one day, you know, and if you haven't spoken to him and told him that yet, I hope that one day that you can and that he will be able to hear those words out of your mouth, you know, and you guys can rebuild that relationship. If you can take anything away from your journey of living, living in a single parent home, what would it be? Mm, one thing I'll probably take away is that family becomes really important to the children because without that, they, they wouldn't have like a base to go off from, right? They wouldn't have support and the loving they need. And without that, they're like, they're going to struggle with trying to build themselves up. So if, if anything, I'll take that. Okay. So you, you're saying that family is the foundation of everything. It's the foundation of your growth, your, who you are as a person, as a human being. Yep. That's really deep. You're very wise for your age, Kay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for you to be able to like just reflect back and be able to see that and connect that and explain it in that manner. You're very wise. You know, thank you for that. I think even as adults, we can learn from that. You know, what family is, you know. Now, with everything going on of you growing up, looking back, or even now, you know, what, what can you tell your parents, you know? And I'm sure that even, especially your mom and, you know, even your dad too, I'm sure they, they have their guilt. I'm sure they have their heartbreaks and their dark times. What would you want your parents to know? Hmm. That's a really hard one, actually. It can be very simple, too. Well, I can, for now, I can mostly speak for my mom. Mm-hmm. Is that she told me um, at one point she left, she left uh, the household, right? Because my dad was, like, getting violent towards her. And then mm-hmm. she told me that she was sorry because she didn't come home that night. And so, if I were to go back, I want to tell her that now that we're older, we understand it's not it's not something to be sad about if it's for your own safety. So if it's for yourself and for your own well-being, I wouldn't mind not seeing you for one night, you know. So I think I would I would like to say that actually. Wow, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. That touched my heart really deeply too uh so thank you for sharing that do you going forward what is your vision for your life your own success your own growth um 
for me, I would like to find ways or give people resources into finding themselves, you know, or an outlet for for them to escape whatever they're in, whether, you know, it's like a concert or a club in school or just having a place for them to be so they don't have to be at home hearing their parents argue or so they don't have to experience that, you know. I want to, for me, I, I want to, uh, what should I say? To em give. Empower? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, empower, you know, give them options that they can choose from. How important do you think it is for kids to have that, to have that space? Can you repeat that? How important do you think for children to be able to have that space like you just described? Because I'm sure you wanted that kind of a space, right? Like growing up. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, I would put it a second to um, having your parents talk to you. So I think, number one, the very first thing is that you know, you should be always informed because without that, you're kind of like in the loop. So you don't know what's going on. You're kind of lost and you don't know why things are happening. So mm -hmm. just communicating to your child or whoever's going through the situation, you know, let them know. And yeah, second is a, a, is a space, you know, that's really important for them, you know, to let out their feelings or like I said before, just give them an escape, another option. Yeah. Mm, okay. Did you have that safe space growing up? Do you think? Um, I did, but it was with my cousins. And so mm. I, I didn't, we didn't go over to see them often. And they were always, they're pretty much my uh, older brothers and sisters. You know, without them, I, I don't think, I would have been who I am today, honestly. So I'm really grateful for them for creating <clears throat> for creating that space for me. Well, that's what aunties and aunties and cousins are for, right? Yeah. <laughs> be, kind of be, your, <laughs> be your big brother and sister, your mentor, your man, and all those good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at today with your... How are you today with your your mentality, your emotions, your self-love? How where are you today with that? Um it's a lot better now, I would say. Um, yeah. like I said before, when I was younger, I I had a lot of anger issues and I didn't know how to express mm -hmm. myself. And as growing up, you kind of like the, the uh, kind of pick out the bits and pieces that you liked, right? Or uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, kind of learn and choose what you you find is most if, uh, effective, right? 
Mm-hmm. So like finding hobbies. Um, the way you handle situations. So when you become angry or upset, you know, every single time it's a, it's the same reaction, but the choices you make during those those times you live and learn from those moments, and I think that's that's one of the major things that I think benefited me the most. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Do you want to get married one day, King? <laughs> um, of course. You know the idea of that. Sounds wonderful, but I'm not okay. sure. I don't like. I want to say I'm ready to give someone else my love, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not ready. Okay. Well, I'm glad that your experience and your journey and your story has not tainted that vision for you. Um, we, you, you are a great kid. You know, I know we've worked a little bit before together on um, a, a, a project, you know, and I've seen yep. how you interact with others. I've seen how you interact with your teacher. And so, you know, I, I wish you well. I do wish the best for you. And, you know, wherever your life takes you, I wish you much success and just joy. So thank you for so much for sharing your journey. I know that wasn't easy, but thank you so much for, you know, being able to come on and be vulnerable and to just share your thoughts with us and the community. And I hope that whoever is going through this right now will also take something away from what you have said. You're 18, mm-hmm. but very wise. So I, and even <laughs> us as adults, I'm sure we can learn from you too. So thank you so much for that. I, yeah. Also thank, thank you too, you know, you two put in a lot of work to uh, help help those in need also so no really thank you for your time and i'm glad you have you have made peace um with your dad uh after being you know after being so grown up now and being 18 and being a man and um going to be a better man even you're more conscious of your emotions your 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 weakness and your strengths and you said you were used to be very angry and you're learning that um, I'm glad you made peace, and your mom's probably one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. King, do you is there somebody that you look up to now that, um, you know, you want to be a father figure one day, and and back about if you want to get married one day, come on, go to plan. As for <laughs> role models, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for role models, um, you know, any any great male that comes into my life actually you know for anyone that comes into my life i kind of like uh pick and choose what i loved about them and i kind of add it to myself you know so it's never ending growing i would like to say and i'm always like picking things from people or traits and uh behaviors that i think are really neat and uh really um really like beneficial to me as a as a male awesome now these are the last two questions i'm going to ask you king um there's no right or wrong answer to this one but what is it to be among man 
Ooh, really hard one. <laughs> yeah, no uh, right or wrong this one. <laughs> well, what do I say? Um, what it means to be a Hmong man for me, at least, is that I give everyone respect and try not to be ignorant of other situations, but going through, and I always try to keep an open mind. In. I think, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay, you're going out to be a fine man. Don't worry. <laughs> thank <laughs> and, you. Thank you. And uh, and lastly, can you give your experience, your advice for someone who went through, you went through, of being, you know. A child that's been, you know, been divorced from a parent, and you're living with your mom. Can you give you give another friend, a helping friend that's looking for these kind of resources? Can you give he or she an advice? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, the, the first thing I want to say is that open opening up would be the biggest relief you will ever do. Because once you're able to tell somebody else that you need help, people will come help you, you know? Like, there's there are people out there that want to help you, and then there's other people who, like, who don't care. And so the main thing is opening up first. The second is finding good people or uh, trustworthy people to help you also. Yeah. Uh, Very great advice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you're becoming a wise man and hope to shake your hand. Me and Maya are very, very appreciative of your, of your time. And I'll uh, wrap things up here. Thank you, Kang. You go enjoy the sunshine day now. George <laughs> <laughs> out there. You guys too. Go get some sunshine. We sure we do. We do need a vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon, Kang. Bye. Bye. Well, that ends our episode. If you haven't yet, visit our website at www.momentalk.com or find us on Facebook, Moment Talk. Lastly, if you're listening on, on us on a podcast from Stitcher or Spotify, Google Play or iTunes, please give us an honest rating. Also, we want to give a shout out to DJ Peter because we are he's allowing us to use his beats and music. So thank you so much.